I mean, you know that uh, I'm really emotional and uh, when I am outside of the court, I am exactly the same inside of the court, so... Uh, but um, I remember years ago, uh, also with your help, that uh, I can expose you that problem, that my voice sometimes was was not uh, fitting my, my emotions and uh, I want to kind of be mean and probably my voice was not on a mean way or uh, I want to yell and uh, my expression was not so so good and I had to work all that stuff also to, to have the, the success that, uh, that I feel that I'm having right now. Welcome to season six of Your Voice Matters podcast, where you will learn about the behind the scenes of the vocal coaching practice, discover unexpected stories from leaders, entrepreneurs and experts, but also fun facts and science. My name is Inês Moura, I'm an executive vocal coach, and I invite you to dive into my world, the world of voice. Hello and welcome to this episode. Today I have with me Hugo Salgado. He's a basketball coach for more than 15 years and he's working on a professional level for more than eight years. He coached teams in Portugal, Iceland, Norway, and in the next season he's going to, uh, is going to be the first Portuguese coach to train a team in Czech Republic. We met almost mm, 20 years ago Uh, when I was a basketball player and he was a referee. So it's a long story. Uh, later, he was my very first coaching client after my coaching certification. So he was uh, the lab rat, I would say, <laughs> of my coaching practice. And since then, uh, he ramped up his career and today he's going to share his story. Hugo, welcome to this podcast. Thank you for the invitation, first Inez, and it's a pleasure to be here for sure. So we met a long time ago and what connected us was the basketball. And I know that you have been doing this as a professional, which is not easy, actually, to be, uh, to make, uh, to be a basketball coach in Portugal and in the European uh, level. So where, uh, tell us a bit more about your, uh, your activity and also where the voice is important in your work. Okay, so as you mentioned, I'm a basketball coach for uh, over 15 years already on a professional level uh, for, I go, I think, for my season number eight. And, uh, and yeah, it was a challenge on the beginning because Portugal don't have a big tradition on a basketball-wise, so do it as a professional in Portugal. Uh, was meaning that I had to put on aside a lot of stuff that uh, was important for me also, but like the money, the salary range on the clubs that I have been with was not so good. So uh, that's why uh, I had my idea that, okay, if I wanted to do this professionally, probably I have to to get out of Portugal. And, uh, and it's also tough to be Portuguese and the basketball coach abroad, exactly because we don't have that kind of uh, tradition on a, on a sport, mostly on a on a basketball and uh, so I went to Iceland uh, the season went well there and I, I went to Norway and the season was amazing for the, the expectations of everybody of the club of the the nation the basketball nation let's say we went to the finals with a team that was like uh, to be just on the top six 
And uh, and now, luckily, I signed in Czech Republic. That is an amazing championship, amazing challenge for me. And uh, and of course, the, the voice uh, it was also in, in your question. The the voice is really important on my job because uh, I'm communicating every day uh, with the players. Who I'm selling as a coach. I'm selling dreams. I'm selling ideas. And uh, so I will say that my voice is the my the the most important tool that I have because uh, I can't convince any player about one idea that I have for the practice, for the game, for the strategy, if I don't have the right tone of voice, if I don't say the right stuff on the right timings. And <laughs> um, and that's why I believe that the voice is actually really, really important uh, <laughs> doing what I do. Yeah. Actually, as a, as a former basketball player, I remember the impact that the voice of the coach had in our motivation, in the way we uh, was we're also confident about uh, our outcome of a, of a game. Right. So uh, the, it's you, you are a leader in, in terms of you are leading the team to a result and you have to get everyone on board and uh, buy your ideas as well. Uh, and also when you change a strategy or you have to adjust the plans, you have to convince everyone that is the right direction to go. But also you have to communicate with other people in your industry, I guess. I mean, uh, even... You know, with uh, other coaches, with people in the, uh, even parents, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult to, to, uh, but yeah. Um, and you, you, I also know that uh, as a coach, sometimes um, you have to, you, you have to endure during uh, a game. So it's also, you have to, to, to shout, you have to call your players. So how was that part for you, you know, in terms of using your voice? I mean, you know that uh, I'm really emotional and uh, what I am outside of the court, I am exactly the same inside of the court. So, uh, but um, I remember years ago, uh, also with your help, that uh, I can expose you that problem that my voice sometimes was was not uh, fitting my, my emotions and uh, I want to kind of be mean and probably my voice was not on a mean way. Or uh, I want to yell, and uh, my expression was not so so good, and I had to work all that stuff also to to have the the success that uh, that I feel that I'm having right now. And um, because even during the game, we're gonna yell with the players sometimes. We're gonna <laughs> ten seconds after, probably I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really nice to another player or to the same player. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I wanna I wanna talk on a on a specific way with the referee being like concrete in what I want to say and uh, with a tone of voice that's okay. He knows that I'm not happy, but he's not on the point that he's going to give me a technical fall. So mm -hmm. in all of that, you have even during the game to adjust the tone of voice, the the way that you say in the stuffs. And uh, so it's really important for me because I have timeouts that uh, I'm almost breaking everything that is close to me, uh, even my basketball coaching board, and uh, that goes <laughs> to the floor a lot of times. And uh, but on the same, let's say the timeout, as you know, have one minute, but is actually 50 seconds. And on that 50 seconds, you have you also need a strategy. Okay, if something goes wrong, okay, I'm gonna break this. Uh, I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna call everybody to put on the right place. But then <laughs> I have like 15, 20 seconds to explain. What I want, what we're gonna change, uh, because yell just just for fun don't works. 
And uh, so I, I need to get in one point. Sometimes you need all that process from yelling to, okay, now we're talking on a yeah. normal way and we're going to do this. And on the final word, probably is one, let's go, but let's go have to be enthusiastic is uh, have to be on the way that they're going to believe. Okay, let's go. It's the moment. And uh, so it's a challenge all, all the time. But I never thought about that, that in, in one minute, you have to change, like you have to, to be super flexible yeah. on <laughs> the way you start. And it's not the same way as you finish uh, the conversation or you know, the, the minutes uh, that you are just selling the strategy for the next part. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. But I remember when, um, like, 10, more than 10 years ago, when we worked together, actually it was not the voice that was your concern, I, th I think. I remember that we met on the on the street. I think we were even neighbors back then by accident. Okay. And I told you that uh, I was uh, finishing my, my coaching certification and I needed three clients to practice you know, my, my coaching uh, skills. And uh, exactly. I remember that you were immediately on board, like, okay, do we want to be my, my, do we want to be my coachee, my client? And I said, yeah, okay, why not? So I remember that we, we worked together, um, not on the voice specifically, but more in the communication part and how you want to position yourself in your next level of your career, if I remember, because back then yep. the coaching certification was not a vocal coaching certification, it was a general one. So I could, you know, also work on life goals, career goals, et cetera. Yeah. So can you tell us uh, what do you remember from that experience? I remember a lot. <laughs> I remember for some stuff I have a really good memory and uh, and actually I have I have uh, great memories from our coaching uh, our coaching beginning let's say and uh, also because I felt that you helped me a lot and uh, I hope that I hope you was as well as your first client. And um, yeah, but I remember on the time was not uh, the voice. The the problem was actually uh, I want to do uh, too many too many steps at the same time. On the best, I was focused in uh, be a basketball coach, be a basketball player, be a basketball referee, uh, work as a events maker, study and do all the stuff. And I was probably not focused on what will be important for me. And uh, I remember that was um, kind of our biggest conversations. It uh, probably, it was on that, uh -huh. on that uh, team. And, uh, but also, uh, I would say that you, you were probably one of the reasons that I am today a professional basketball coach, uh, from one of the meetings that I can tell here the, the story. Uh, that I was coaching under 20 and assistant coach in one club in Gaia and um, and I got fired after after the mm -hmm. the preseason already so there was no yeah. more clubs to coach on that time and I remember and, that we met when you were fired recently right so we met uh, in the streets and we agreed to do the coaching yeah more or less in, in the, the same uh, time where you was kind of the same time but I think we were doing something before and on that uh, on that moment, I I remember that I call you to okay, I need a uh, let's go to have a coffee because I need you. <laughs> I, I, need <laughs> I, I need you right a change now. Change of strategy. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And um, and I remember that on that time you were really concrete with me because I was okay. Now I don't know what we're gonna do. I can't be without basketball, and uh, it's during the season, so I'm not gonna have nothing. And you okay? Calm down. Uh, just focus. Tell me. And you, you forced me actually to have a paper and a pen 
to write it down, <laughs> to write it down. Okay, uh, what's the possibilities that you can do it? Uh, set there three, three steps that you can do. And uh, one of the steps that I that I write it down there was uh, to go watch a practice from one league team that the coach was my friend also, and uh, that I I could watch once a week at least. And um, and he forced me kind of to call him on that moment, right right there. <laughs> <laughs> right here, right now, call him. And, so and, I, uh, I don't remember the details of that conversation, but you, you, you told me that that I said, okay, can you call him now, like during the session? Yeah. And you were like, but now, uh, like right now? And I said, yeah, yeah, right now, call it. I don't remember that, but uh, I don't remember it being so uh, so pushy. I, I, but I, 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 I do, I do, <laughs> I do remember because you forced me to call him uh, right there. He didn't, he didn't answer, and you almost set me time on my <laughs> on my phone okay you call again today after two hours or whatever if you don't answer tomorrow you send the email to him and it was and i even said like i, I don't send the emails to to nobody like <laughs> hey call me back or something like that but actually call me next day and um, and we went to have a lunch and uh, and from that uh, from that small conversation i became actually assistant coach on that team on that season on a top league, so I was let's say fired on uh, under 20 coaching kids almost, and uh, I became assistant coach on a top league. We won the Portuguese Cup that season. I've been there three seasons, but was actually on that moment that I realized, okay, that's what I want to do professionally, and I'm, I need to make the steps to to get there. And uh, after that three seasons, that's when I I took over to my old club to become head coach, and since then never <laughs> stopped basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that when you told me that you actually uh, got the the you know the job or the, the the position as a as an assistant coach. That's that I was first of all really happy for you and you know uh, wishing you that that was the right way yeah, and uh, exactly. the right thing for for your career. But also, as you mentioned, um, how did you contribute as for me as a coach? That gave me really hope and confidence. Like, okay, if I mean, I could help someone, you know, of course, maybe yeah. you could get there, you know, some somehow, but I remember it was a really good dynamic. Like you had a, a specific goal and I had the tools and I remember to, okay, let's do everything by the book, you know, like the clients yeah. <laughs> should have the pen and writing down the goals and seeing possibilities, exploring options and so on. So for me, it was a, a great practice, you know, as a coach. And gave me the boost my my confidence. Like, okay, I can help someone. No, I help one person at least. So I think it's from there. I also you, grew you as, gave as me, coach. <laughs> you gave me a board to to know how to organize my closet. So, and I still sometimes use that. With, what? Uh, with a, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you gave me this a lot. This is a <laughs> really a really behind the scenes part. <laughs> I don't remember that. Can you tell me about? No, you you, you just put like a. a a table or something like, okay, I want, I don't want, I need, I don't need. And I feel that stuff. Okay, I want uh, five pairs of jeans and uh, I have that. So I need five, I have ten, so throw away five. And uh, I'm and just laughing at that. <laughs> still works today. So. I think I <laughs> For could, a lot of stuff. I think if I could, you know, maybe change my career, I will be a, a personal organizer because I, I really... Old work. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, but I don't remember that part. That's um, thank you for bringing for, for refreshing my memory. I, I, just... I might have somewhere. I might have somewhere from <laughs> that papers. <laughs> oh gosh, 
Okay, so you you see that uh, yeah, it's tools that you can use uh, every day, yeah. and uh, I I don't remember that part, but it's it's so it's funny to remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I I also know that later when uh, you were already coaching uh, in these top leagues, and um, I remember that I I wrote my book, and you were in my in my book launch. Uh, I remember of that. Of course. And you. <laughs> You then sent me a message saying that you were like reading the books and testing and applying the techniques because until then we we didn't work on your voice specifically. So we were working on your communication, the way you were positioning yourself, even your closet. <laughs> Sorry, this part is really funny, <laughs> but um, it wasn't the voice uh, the main goal of our process. And I I know that you read some tips and you were testing. Um, so what was the part of the book that was also insightful for you and what kind of things do, that you still use, if you still use nowadays? So basically, uh, I had always, let's say, a problem because I yell too much on the games and uh, can be with the refs, but usually it's not just with the refs, with my players, even celebrating, uh, sometimes I yell. And uh, so I, I, I bring all the emotions that I have, I bring inside of the court. And... Uh, and happened a lot of times after game, right after the game, that my voice was kind of, I couldn't talk almost. And uh, so in the small tips that I was reading and I was uh, actually doing that and start working uh, was not maybe immediately because it's tough to change from one game to another. But uh, with that process, I felt that actually helped. So I was driving to the games and I was alone on the car and I was talking. Or I put the radio a little bit louder, louder, and I start sing, uh, singing just to, let's say, warm up my voice. Mm-hmm. And um, because sometimes it's a, a big difference that I'm speaking with you right now, and uh, suddenly if I yell now, probably yeah. I'm gonna feel something on my voice. And mm-hmm. uh, and was happening basically that if I yell really loud or something like that, that uh, my throat is gonna be mm-hmm. uh, not not percent. And uh, even on a locker room, let's say before the before the speech to the to the players, and uh, keep warming up. Like uh, if I'm that alone, talk alone. If not, have a routine that uh, usually I go. Depends where I'm coaching, of course, and the weather. But usually I go outside and I walk a little bit outside, and I'm talking kind of the speech that I wanna that I wanna have on the locker room, and uh, yeah. just to also remember the stuff, don't miss nothing. And uh, and basically, I start uh, doing one thing also that I didn't uh, before. That was drinking a lot of water during the games, and uh, uh, and also uh-huh. I was not doing that before. And now I have always a bottle close to being at least to sometimes can drink uh, before the before the timeouts. I try to drink something to the voice don't miss, and uh, and I start felting results uh, through that basically. <laughs> so. Warming up in the car and the locker room, preparing Basically. your speech, <laughs> uh, drinking water, and you know the the, the good uh, habits that maintain uh, the health of our voice. And yes, yes, I was really happy knowing that also the book helped us. So just a side note: the book is not yet translated to English, but it will be. That's the good news. Okay, it will be soon. <laughs> but with all, all all of the tips and also, I remember that I had a chapter for. Um, for coaches, you know, for sports coaches. Like okay. if you are a sports coach, you should, should do this list of exercises and so on. So I thought about you when I was re- writing the book actually, <laughs> and all the other coaches, but um, yeah, it's it's necessary. And it's very specific because you can be in the car and then suddenly you are screaming, <laughs> like just yeah. or waking up in the morning and then two hours later, you are just screaming. 
And uh, you need uh, in-between preparation for that. And knowing what to do, like your voice, will last, hopefully, many, many years to come. Yeah. <laughs> so um, is there any advice that you want to give to other coaches or people that sports coaches, people that work in sports and have to lead a team? Uh, if you have one advice for them, what would be the advice? I mean, I would say that uh, in um, on a sport, we are, uh, uh, as I said before, we are basically sellers. We are <laughs> we are selling uh, stuffs to the players, to the to the fans, to the to the other coaches, to the referees. We are, um, and um, and the way that we're gonna talk with them, the way that we're gonna. Uh, also, I think I believe I really believe that uh, we can change who, who we are. And uh, if I am a nice person, I'm going to be a nice person. Of course, that sometimes the people are going to see that I'm mad, the, that uh, I don't like something. Uh, and and I don't change that. So I have pure re reactions. But uh, of course, that uh, sometimes we have to sell and we have to change a little bit the way that I'm talking with one on a game situation. If I'm going to, okay, I, I don't like this ref or I don't like... Uh, the other coach, uh, but if I'm going to talk on a way that I really want, probably it's going to be have bad consequences. So <laughs> we need <Yeah. laughs> we need to adjust to adjust a little bit uh, exactly the tone yes. of our voice, what we're saying, uh, how we're going to say it, and uh, and most importantly, that also I I I learn a lot that, uh, about that with you is like uh, our body language, our body language gonna be sure. really important because I remember on a on the beginning that um, my body language sometimes was not according what I was saying and, uh, and it's really important that uh, I, I was reading a lot about body language to actually can read my players and sure. uh, but also when I'm talking with other people now uh, I try to to understand if the body language uh, language if match what the people sure. is saying and sure. uh, and it's also important for us as as a coaches, it's also important that our body language is going to match exactly uh, the things that we are saying because the other people are not going to believe us. Uh, and if you go to a boat where nobody nobody else believe on you, but you are the leader of the boat, you are the captain, that you, you need to command uh, everybody. And is uh, two or three that, uh, okay, this guy is he's just saying this, but he, he don't even mean it. And uh, mm -hmm. so... I believe that is important, really important to to match exactly what we're saying okay. and on the way that we're saying. But also, yep. I believe that uh, not just on a coaching wise, that is really important to to be honest with the uh, to be honest and speak. Uh, I believe that uh, most part of my success as a coach is because I speak with the players, I talk with the players a lot inside of the court and outside of the court, and mm -hmm. uh, and I'm. I'm authentic with them. Uh, if I don't like, I'm gonna let them know that I don't like something. Uh, if I like, I will tell them that I appreciate that. And okay. um, if I'm happy with them, I'm gonna show that I'm happy. But if I'm not happy, I, I also gonna gonna yeah. gonna show that okay. I'm not happy. But uh, okay. I use always one expression that is fair boot, fair boot not equal. So uh, okay. they are all players, but they are different persons. I can't talk with you, uh, and you have been playing so. If your coach uh, talk with you or yell with you on the same way that he yell with other player, probably they're not going to work in one of both, uh, because uh -huh. 
is two different personalities. So you can't have the same speech and the same way to push the players uh, to all of them. You have to study mm -hmm. the players. You have to to read the emotions that they have. I have some tests that I do all the time every season. The players to know, okay, with or this group of five, uh, who is the leader? Who is the, the guy that speak up the most? Who is the guy that's going to uh, take the team when mm -hmm. the team needs? And uh, mm -hmm. some exercises actually that I do on the beginning of the season to okay. know with who I'm going to count if I need a, a speaker, if I need a, a guy that's going to command the team inside of the court. And mm -hmm. uh, that that's I think is the, the most the most important on a, on a team-wise, let's say, because the chemistry on it depends a lot of, of that, on the way that we're going to yeah. talk with each other, even on a practice, that sometimes we're going to hurt ourselves on a practice with a, a physically or emotionally can happen. And mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, we are just working. We have to de define that we are that's our job. We are doing the best every day. Sometimes we're gonna hurt. Sometimes I'm talking with a player, not with a person, and that's yep. important. That important that they understand that that uh, mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. I yell, I'm yelling with uh, with this player. I'm not yelling yeah. with this person. It's completely with your with your behavior, and not exactly or your what, exactly what you are because... doing now, and not yelling at at you as a yeah, person. I had one, one player this season that I yell a lot of times with him and uh, sometimes he was in my apartment playing PlayStation with me and uh, right. it's part of the deal is is basically is <laughs> basically that that uh, they need to know that uh, okay we are working we are inside of the court yeah uh, you are the player I'm the coach and we need to trust each other because exactly. you're gonna need me and I'm gonna need you so and definitely deal. It definitely it has a lot of is the way you say it. It's not what you say, but yeah. the way you say things. And this is also where our voice plays a role. Well, thank you so, so much. Uh, where can people find you? Or uh, if um, do you want to share, like, do you use yeah, Instagram uh, or? Um... I use Instagram, Facebook, but mostly Instagram. <laughs> Salgado underscore Google. That's my, my yeah. Instagram. And uh, people can follow me there. Also on LinkedIn, Twitter, I... I don't use so so often, so I would say Instagram is the best weapon for it's me. It's the best way. Okay. Yeah. Google, thank you so much. It was really a pleasure uh, to work uh, to to speak with you and uh, to know about about your story because we we haven't spoke for for a while and see, seeing how your career is uh, at the point where it is, it's really makes me proud, and I want to congratulate you for that. And your voice, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. Now I challenge you to implement right away one tip or strategy coming from this episode. If you want to know more about how to waste your value and prepare to challenges ahead, feel free to reach out and book a 30 minutes free call to discuss your goals with me. I would love to hear from you. And finally, always remember, your voice matters. Okay.